welcome back to the nitty gritty we're your hosts my name is alicia and i'm ash and last week was the miami grand prix and it was as american and eventful and influencer filled as always oh oh you know influencer filled jesus christ but before we get into that little slice of life on our part as you probably noticed i mean we've only done one episode online this isn't my usual background I'm currently home in BC, touching grass, hugging trees, climbing mountains, visiting my family. So beware if you hear anything in the background. Um, my niece is over and she loves to scream because she's at that talking age. But Alicia was also jet setting while I was in, traveling to BC. So would you like to enlighten us? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you all saw that Charles was in New York. He actually threw the first pitch of the Yankees game on Monday, I believe. So, you know, I had to hop a flight to New York to go find Charles, which is not what I did. Respect his boundaries and leave him the fuck alone. I went to New York because I had a concert. So I went there for the week. So having a good time over there. Please respect Charles's boundaries. That's not why I went. That was a joke. Don't page me. Please. I went to the TXT concert on Wednesday, but I just came home today. We're running a little behind because I was, you know, vomiting a little from the plane. So it's, we're we're close like that, nitty gritty <laughs> listeners. So I can say that we're close. We're tight. Might be a bit of a short episode today. Exactly. But. There's a lot going on in life, but we wanted to get this out for you guys. Also, because Miami was a little crazy, but not on the track. That's get... what we predicted last episode, though. <laughs> Look at so us. There you go. We gaze into the future. Yeah. Um. Can we just talk about Charles's Miami song that he released? Uh, I actually <laughs> like. I fully cried. I fully cried. Uh, um, like, I wonder what goes strings. on in his head when he composes it. I want to know. I want to brush his mind. Depression. <laughs> the race results. He like never go home. Oh. It's so sad. I cried. This man is so unhinged and crazy for that. But you know what? He's putting his feelings into something. And, you know, I, I mean, it's gotten so bad that he used to channel it into something else. And now we have music. So there you go. So next thing you know, he's going to be on tour. In yeah. terms of, like, celebrity influencer at Miami. Oh, first of all, speaking of influencers, there was that girl. I found out that she was DJing at, like, the after party or the pre-party or something. But she's a girl who said Alfa Romero. Alfa Romeo actually tweeted and they called themselves Alfa Romero. Alfa, yeah. I was like, also the Alfa Romeo admin is so crazy. I actually love them. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I, uh, I, all these admins have been like, I don't know if they've hired some like Gen Z maybe to run the, a lot of these account admins, but they've been a little crazy recently. Who run the world? Gen Z. Period. Period. Oh, what was your favorite celebrity sighting at the Miami Grand Prix, Alicia? Uh, who was there? Who did I care about? Oh, who was who was that rapper that was there? Will I am? Yeah, was it Will? Will yeah. I am? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He conducted one video of like him being like, well, how's it I got, going? I got the formula. Yeah, I got the, was, <laughs> the car bouncing in the back, and I was like, me when I drive over Paul downtown, um, bouncing in the back. Yeah. Honestly, he did. I forgot the black eyed peas existed. He. I want to know what he's taking because I kind of want what he's taking. Whatever he on, let us know. Well, he got the formula. <laughs> Will I am conducted this like piece for like the driver walkout, and like he wrote it and stuff. And he did this like interview with Will Buxton after the Grand Prix, Will and he Will. like would not stop going off about like STEM and how he composes music for like NASA. I don't understand, but good for him. I don't understand why out of all musicians on the planet, it was Will I Am. Will I Am. I, I, cause he had the formula. Cause he got the formula. Who is your 
favorite celebrity sighting? I have two. Okay. My first one was the Jonas Brothers were invited by Alpine. I wasn't a huge Jonas Brothers gal growing up. I was a One Direction oh, girly. I was going to ask if you have tickets to the new show. No, I don't, unfortunately. Do. Catch oh me at the gosh. Jonas Brothers concert, guys. If you're in That's Toronto. That's so exciting. Meet and greet. Yeah. Nitty gritty. Meet and greet. Um, but Lissy McIntosh got to interview them and it was so cute because she was freaking out. Honestly, I feel like I'd react the same way if I interviewed One Direction at like a Formula One race because like crazy. That's yeah. what I grew up with. And also Shakira was there. Kira, and Shakira Kira. was apparently Tom Cruise. I mean, Checo. I mean, Tom Cruise was, you know, I can't really tell the difference anymore. Um, Tom Cruise is interested in Shakira, but Lewis was seen on a boat with Shakira the day after the Grand Prix. <laughs> he said, Mr. Steal Your Girl. It was so funny because he apparently like publicly like was like, oh, like Tom Cruise has made it known that like he's very interested in pursuing something with Shakira. What kind of, like, crossovers in my head? Because, like, these people are technically not in the same universe in my mind. So when they enter, like, Shakira and Tom Cruise are nowhere in the same parts of my brain. Speaking of me being in New York, Lewis apparently opened up a restaurant in New York. No, actually. Someone sent me, okay, let me look at the TikTok and see. Someone literally sent me the TikTok while my, I kid you not, my ass just hit Canadian grounds and I got Wi-Fi again. So when I turn it on and the first thing I see, someone sending me, Lewis opened a hotel, uh, not a hotel, a uh, restaurant in New York. Let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Stop. Yuki is so jealous right now. Also, why was like the walkout for like the like the football stunt kind of thing that they did where they like gave each driver an intro? Why was it so embarrassing? Like the drivers, like they actually wanted to die. I my favorite, one of my favorite memes to come out of this was like someone else like putting their own songs over the driver walk. I know. And it was like for like Logan, it was like, what the heck is a kilometer? kilometer. And then it was like ah. um, it was like Taylor Swift or obviously Alonzo. <laughs> And then for Nick DeVries, it's just like crashing sounds. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, it's terrible. Speaking of Nick DeVries, have you seen the drama that people think that Nick might be replaced by Danny? Yeah. Okay. So under the most recent, okay. So they posted, um, the team posted a video of like, it was like an Instagram filter of like, who's like Nick's like three celebrity looks, lookalikes. Yeah. All the comments are just like, Where's Danny though? I see Danny coming in. Danny, Danny. I'm like, this video has not, this man is trying to see what a celebrity lookalike is, and everyone's just commenting Danny in the comments. I'm like, that's crazy. But then I also see people being like, Danny would never go over. He's like, why, why would he need to go over there? What do you think? I feel like he kind of would have to. He's a third driver for Red Bull and Alpha Tori is their sister team. Like, does is it not in his contract that he's also a third yeah. driver for Alpha Tori? Like, I don't think he really gets a say in it. Oh god. I know he's Danny, Danny on the track? I know he wants to be on a competitive team, but sir, you don't really have a lot of options. A car is a car. But the Alpha Tori is a shitbox though. But I don't know. I've seen people like, you haven't given Nick a chance. And I'm like, I get that. But at the same time, everyone's hyped him up so much because he's coming in as a past champion in other like leagues, like Formula E and things like that. Like you can't just come as a champion and then not perform in one of the most like well-known and like there's only 20 of you. There's only 20 of you. Like so many people want to be in your seat. And if you're not performing, that's unfortunately, that's what everyone said about Danny Rick. No one sympathized for Danny Rick. I mean, a lot of people did, but a lot of people didn't. If you're not performing, you get kicked out. That's how it is. Pick and choose. You can't pick and choose that we applied the rules to. Exactly. If you're gonna apply them to Danny, you gotta apply them to Nick. And if you're gonna apply them to Pierre and Alex and everyone like that that's been in the second Red Bull seat, you gotta apply to Nick. So I and as a big Danny Rick fan, you know, he wasn't like he wasn't performing, and it's true. 
Like, I'm a huge Danny Rick fan, but yeah. what happened to him was so rude. The that way was, was disrespectful. Done, the way it happened was messed up, but if you're not performing, you're out. And that's how it is in a sport like this, because competitive, there's only 20 of you, everyone wants a seat. Yeah. Like, I understand that, like, Nick's in, like, a different car. It's, like, a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have races, we have practices, we yeah. have training. I know, I know what I know he's not going to get it immediately, but like, you know, crashing, you know, is a lot of money. And like, the difference between not performing and like causing damage. Like, if you're not finishing in the points, that's something else. If you're consistently crashing in the same spot, like, like Charles has done stuff like that and he recognizes that is my own fault and that is driver error and I'm costing the team something. You have to recognize that. It's in his email phase. You you have to recognize that. And I think Nick needs to recognize that too. I know we're only like four races into the season, but if you're not going to deliver points, you can't be delivering crashes. Um, I'm getting reminded of a make a little right now. Yeah. <sighs> I know. It's kind of unfortunate. But, but we, yeah. Also, we don't know what Nick's thinking though. We don't know how what Nick is going through personally. This is just coming from our outsider perspective. Exactly. Insider scoop. Yeah. We're just talking sports, unfortunately, and logistics and stuff. But people have feelings, too. Um, have we talked about Brad Pitt's movie on this podcast yet? I don't think we have. I think, so last time I think I mentioned it and then you were like, no, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to be really vague about this, but I don't really, I'm not getting behind this Brad Pitt acting in this Formula One movie. I expected more from Lewis. I'm not going to get into it. But if you know, I you think know you all know why what? I'm not behind Brad Pitt. Yeah, I just expected more from Lewis, especially because of the way he presents himself socially and publicly. I would I know, not expect yeah. him to cast Brad Pitt, but that's just another story. My concern is we posted about this on our story, but Brad Pitt is driving on track to po- film some of these scenes for this movie that he's doing. There was misinformation that he was going to be doing it on track with the other drivers. That is not true. Apparently, he's going to be doing a lap when the track is free, like between sessions. But what do you think about that? Like, do you think it's like safe and appropriate for Brad Pitt to be? Apparently, it's like a Formula Two car that's been um, altered by the Mercedes team. Yeah, no. you're, you're you're shaking your head. No, I don't. Th- I don't like. I I absolutely don't like anything about the situation like at all there's not yeah. like a morsel of anything mm-hmm. like one lewis like publicly you know always talks about his values what's important to him mm-hmm. what he supports but like if we're gonna be like publicly be doing this like you have to be able to like apply that in your mm-hmm. life as well because like we're not gonna go too much into it but if you know brad pitt's history and kind of the guy that he is like i don't know i don't think that reflects some of the morals Lewis is always talking about. Mm-hmm. Do I think it is safe for Brad Pitt to be out on the track during practices between whatever in, a, even though it's a Formula 2 car that's been moved around? Not really, no. Mm-hmm. Do I think this should be happening during the race season as well? Not really, no. What if yeah. homie crashes, gets debris everywhere, gets set aflame, whatever? Like, what? Like I, I don't know what the safety precautions are. I don't know what the production is looking like. But I, I just, I think there's a time and place and I don't think there is a time and place for that right now. And I don't think, I just, I, I, yeah, I'm just not a fan. I also just don't understand why they can't just get like, literally Lewis. Lewis, run these laps. You're a professional. You know how this car works. You know how to drive it. You, you can know. get easily find another white man that and- can drive a formula car <laughs> and put a little wig on him and he'll look like Exactly. Rabbit. And it's the fact that 
Formula One drivers wear a helmet, wear fireproofs. You cannot see anything on that human being when they're in the car. You could have literally anyone in the car and no one will know who's in it. Why, Why does, does it, it need to be Brad Pitt? Like, we're not even taking into account of the G-force, how fast he's going. Does he even know how to, like, I get that he's been spending time in the sim, apparently. That doesn't mean you know how to drive a car on the track. And the G-force is too much for an average human being. Have you seen videos of people who are, like, not trained in a car, a Formula 1 car, and their head just automatically goes down? This is more G-force than, like, astronauts experience. An average human cannot just hop into a Formula car and race in it. No matter how much simulator time you've done, it's not the same thing. Like, I don't know how much, like, time they're putting into, like, training and, like, making sure he's ready for this. Like, I don't know what the production value is on any of it, but from, like, what we're seeing, from the perspective of someone who's not an engineer or driver, this still does not seem safe to me. And from the perspective of media students who know what it's like to work on a film set because we've had to, like, learn. There are other ways you can do this. Exactly. (laughs) This can be done in other ways. And, yeah, I just don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not excited. I'm not excited to see what the outcome is. I have a feeling that something will go wrong. Go wrong. Not to put negative things out there, but I'm not feeling the best vibes coming from this. Yeah. Like, Um, the only movie I wanted was Lewis and Top Gun. That's the only F1 related movie thing I want. We can stop there. Like, please, if we're not getting the topic, just stop. I'm sorry. Um, before we get into the race stuff, I want to mention Alex's helmet for Lily was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. They're my parents. <laughs> I've ever seen that on my Instagram. And I'm like, I love, love. I love happy people. I love cute people. They're so cute. The pose with like him on the floor and her like swinging. Like, Alex and Lily, you guys are my light. In the darkest Formula One hours. I love y'all so much. Oh, Stay happy. My parents. Have a great vagina. <laughs> Keep it going. Love y'all. Have great vagina. Have great vagina. It's like. Okay. Um, I'm a little tired, guys. I've been awake a very long time today. Let's get into free practice sessions this past weekend. Um, in FP1, I just remembered that George had some issues with steering, like, right off the bat. And he was like, let's fix this, even if it takes an hour. Like, let's fix this. So um, they yeah, ended up taking the car in, and it took 25 minutes. So he was right. It took half an hour, like, 25 minutes. But they got that under control. Mercedes was having a lot of issues. Lewis was porpoising. That's not great. Uh, Lewis porpoising? I've... I've never, that's never happened before. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. really yeah. never been heard before, never been done before. One of a kind experience. Um, I saw Max's car and I was like, is that Flovis? Because I know what Flovis looks like, but I couldn't tell because like there honestly wasn't that much coverage on what was going on there. But I'm like 90% sure according to my Formula One knowledge that that was Flovis. And I want to know what they were testing. Time in the comments, Red Bull. What were you testing? Adrian, oh, yeah. Adrian Newey, what are you testing? What are you up to? I want to know. Let me know. I'm actually going to buy your book, How to Build a Car, because I want to know how to build a car. But Nico crashed. That wasn't great. Yeah. He red flagged the session. Yeah. That wasn't great. Yeah. Hello? Jean? (laughs) Jean? Jean is not happy about that. But they were going over the Haas during the red flag session, and I was actually really interested. I, I like, love when they, like, go over stuff on the car, because, like, I don't understand Mm. it. It's like I'm not an engineer. But when they talk about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like so insightful and so cool. And like, please tell me more, which is why I love James Bowles' sessions that he does in the Williams social media where he's like, so at turn four, here's why Alex crashed. And I'm like, yeah, let's tell me why Tell Alex me why. Crashed. Tell me specifically. Tell me um, wh- how much wind. Tell me. How much wind. Let me know. Please. How much wind, period. 
Um, they're going around the house and there's this device on like the front wing to like for like detection on like the tire. And basically it's like lets them see the tire temperature and the degradation like when they're out on track. That is so cool. I did not know that existed. Good to know. FP2. Any- Charles zoom into the wall. Homie crashed. Be ready for a new song. Even though Miami already came out, another one talking about it's Miami 23 in brackets. I crashed at turn seven. Or was it eight? I don't remember. Turn seven, <laughs> turn eight, crash edition. <laughs> uh, he said it was from oversteer, but who knows? It'd be um, like that. Max was having some issues with headrest. I feel like that happened all weekend. I feel like I literally heard that every single day. Get that in order, Red Bull. What is happening? Driver safety is important. The king needs his crown to be good. Headrest, comfortable. That neck is worth more than my life. So please, yeah. keep it safe. Um, did you hear about uh, Nando throwing shade at Ocon on track? What was the shade? So Esteban blocked Alonso's flying lap in FP2. And Alonso threw shade being that Alpines, oh, Alpines are always like free practices when they're fighting. Like that's when they fight. I'm the playing. girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. Implying that they don't fight during like like races. Ooh. I know um, Alonzo, Alonzo. There's been a lot of really good Alonzo voice clips and like sayings recently. Like he's been he's been speaking his truth recently. He's kind of kind of iconic. I'm sorry. He's, he's kind of iconic. I don't have many notes on FP3. FP3 was just a lot of issues with grip on the track, a lot of issues with it being windy, drivers going wide, drivers going off, not going off like ah, eh, like I mentioned last time, going off like not going track. off like eh. not going off like ah, eh, ice spice, going off like Charles on the track. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. So I actually missed qualifying. I think we both did. I yeah. was at work, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. But I literally came back to the results and I was like, what huh? is actually happening on track huh? right now? Yeah. So Lance out in Q1. I was like, what is this, homie? I'm so sad. <sighs> Anyways. The two L's because Lewis was out in, in Q2. Q2. LL. They took the L. Oh. That was unfortunate. Um, yeah. I was kind of shocked. Q3 really mixed it up. Checo was on pole, which kind of could be expected, but shocking. it wasn't Checo on pole and then Max right behind. Max was down in P9. And we was- know, we know this man was mad. We know this man was stomping on his way back to his dressing room. This, I think, was because Charles, who ended up in P7, crashed out. Are we surprised? I'm so sorry. Love you, Charles, but what is happening? Um on his second run, which red flagged the session. And I think that's kind of why mm. Max ended where he did. Because, you know. Yeah. But it was crazy. It was crazy. The layout was crazy. Carlos was in P3, which I'm so happy because he yeah. said last weekend that he wasn't competent in the car and that was affecting his performance. So glad to see him back in the, like, you know. Yeah. Front back rows. in the groove. Front row. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Um, Kevin... And Haas was in P4. They're we know. Team. I can't wait. I can't wait for that footage of when that happens. It's going to be Gunther running around like, ah! ah. <laughs> Pierre was in P5, which was so great. Happy to see yeah. it. But, you know, Charles in P7 was just such a... And, like, once again, 
We're getting a good song coming from Miami, I'm telling uh, you. But here's the thing. I feel like Charles and Carlos are like constantly trying to drive the car on its limit. And I feel like that's so hard in the Ferrari because you can't trust the car. And like I feel like in short, like short periods of time of qualifying or like the sprint, they're able to keep that pace. But the moment it's like a race and they have to keep that pace throughout like a long period of time, the tire degradation is like actually crazy. Like if you were to look at the Ferrari and the Red Bull on the same tire compound for the same amount of time, degrading on the Ferrari would be like actually crazy. And I need to know why. Like Adrian Newey, what are you putting in the formula of this Red Bull? What's in the formula? What's well, Will I am the knows. formula down below? Will I am and Adrian hit us up. I I just don't know, and I'm upset because the Red Bull is like actually insanity. It's so the catering money. No, it's, it's their good engineers. That's their woman in STEM. That's what uh, it is. They're one woman in STEM. They're one woman. They're one man. They're a man with an A in STEM. Let's go to the race events and talk about just how crazy this Red Bull is. Yeah. First of all, I knew there was going to be a DRS train going to Miami. Because look at that straight. That straight is crazy. Mm. And that's when I knew that the Red Bull was going to dominate. Because once again, that straight is crazy. That straight is crazy. Happy Um, Pride, everybody. That straight is crazy. (laughs) It's not Junior. Gays aren't allowed to exist yet. Sorry. (laughs) Go back in the glass closet, everybody. Max's double overtake on Charles and Kevin was actually one of the sexiest things I've ever seen. That was scrumptious. That was scrumptious. scrumptious, Like that, eat it. Finger looking good. King behavior. King, keep your (sighs) crown, King, because that was king behavior. That's that's the stuff you see in edits with like the really like good music in the background. (laughs) I'm like, do you know what I? Do you know how many ABBA, ABBA, ABBA edits I've seen of Formula One? Always to Boulevue. And it eats every single time. It eats every single time. Yeah. And so does Max. Eat up King. That that Red Bull catering. He eats that. That Red Bull catering eats. Um, Logan took a new front wing like so early on in the race. I was like so concerned because I was like, this is your home race. Like, America. Support the troops. Um, I think that's the wrong universe, but there's not much of a difference anymore. Yeah. Um, I think Logan to change it because of some sort of contact. I don't really remember, to be honest. Anyways, um, Alonzo being iconic once again with his radio. Once messages, again. He was like, oh, yeah, let's do plan A minus 12. And I was sitting there bamboozled. Why are you doing this quick math behind the wheel right now? You're literally going like 300 miles per hour, 300 kilometers, my bad. And so is that brain. So is the math. He literally was like, I think he was trying to say that the same tire compound, tire strategy, strategy, but 12 laps earlier. I'm sorry, like hire me, Aston Martin, because I understood that. She understood. I almost said Carl's again. I almost said Carl's again. Carl's fanfic. Caught myself. Carlos locked up on his way into the pit and i literally was like why because i knew it was coming yeah five second penalty carlos isn't allowed to be healthy either unfortunately <sighs> if you are a ferrari driver or a ferrari fan happiness is not allowed we have to keep the therapists in what work and reach give them we they have keep a- them employed exactly and we're doing that um 
Gasly, why do I refer to them from their last names? Like, that is so, like, we're like bestie. That's Pierre. Some drivers, I only do first name, and some drivers, I only do last name. So, like, who, who I feel like Alonzo. Like, mm, yeah. Alonzo, Logan. I'll, I'll do like, I'll do Max, but then I do, sometimes I'll do Lewis and Hamilton. George, I only do George. Um, Pierre, I'll do Pierre and Gassi, but Pierre and I are like this. I'm sorry. Like I this. have to call him Pierre. Like we are the same person. He's Pierre to me, not Gassi. Mm. Um, Esteban, I'll say Ocon. Yeah. Danny, yeah. Uh, Danny. I'll say, I'll say Alkenberg. I'll say Megasin. I'll say. I say Nico. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Kev. Then I get confused because, oh, like, Nico Rosberg, Nico Alkenberg, Nico, who am I talking about? Am I talking about the Monaco-based YouTuber or am I talking about the Hulk? Um, <laughs> anyways, Pierre left the door open when Max was overtaking, which let George and Max through. So that was great. That two was for really one. fun. Two I for one. so scared the entire time that Charles and Pierre were not going to end in the points. Spoiler alert, they did. Spoiler, guys. Not like not as if this hasn't already happened. But it was actually so embarrassing because Charles was literally fighting the Haas all race. Is this who we are? Is this who we are? Is this what we've become? We're literally supposed to be a top three team and we are fighting actually the bottom. We are fighting a Haas. Kevin wanted us to get that free Chipotle so bad. He was like, I need to do this for the free Chipotle. And he put his whole Magnusy into that. <laughs> he put his whole Magnusy into that. Um, if you guys don't know, basically if Haas finishes in the points, then I think like a thousand fans get free Chipotle. Something like that. <laughs> you did not say Magnusy. I'm sorry. Mac, my roommate, has been calling uh, him Magnusy for a while and I just can't stop. He really put his whole Magnusy into that. <laughs> I want someone to make art that says Magnusy and it's uh. like... Just make something. Make some red. Go put on Redbubble. Guys, let us know if you want us to drop merch. I'm being so real right now. I will drop a t-shirt. Not I. I will. I'll help design. We. We will drop a shirt that says Magnusy on it. If you guys really want it. Magnusy coming your way. Gritty my nitty coming your way. Nitty my gritty off. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know. Let us know Uh, if you want merch and what iconic quotes you want on it. We will make it happen. For you. For the people. For <laughs> the people. We are for the people. Alonso's pass on Carlos was actually like so hot, so scrumptious, like delicious. Um, it's something about that. If you can do that. The way he like <sighs> stayed in the slipstream until like the last minute and then like, I was like, you ate that. You really like devoured that. Everyone was eating good. I know this, this is race. like. Like basic- that's your <laughs> He ate that Chipotle. He ate that Chipotle. I know this is like basic F1 like overtaking, but it's just so attractive when it's done like textbook. It's just so good to watch. Like, like although it happens, I love to see it. We love to see it. And I understand Taylor. I get it. I get it. I'm there. I see. We see that getaway car going fast. <laughs> Max is on those hard tires for actually 45 laps. Can we talk about that? Uh. What? What is in this man's Red Bull catering? What do they put in his that they don't put in Checo's? Because how is this man on literal hard tires for 45 laps and still leading the race by actually how long? Like, it's actually how can I just say, become Max. Max, drop a, 
That'll be a tutorial on how I can just be you in every aspect of my life. Because that's, I need your level of exactly. God tier right now, please. I agree. S tier. S tier, yes. I, someone, scientists, I think we've come in far enough into technolo- technological inva- advancement. Oh my gosh, I actually can't speak. Max, you should be able to uh, allow me to crawl into Max's brain. Right? Like, shrink me down. Let me I just, I need to know what goes on in there. Max and Checo were fighting. And I was like, bro, like, Max is on fresh tires now. And Checo's on older hard tires. And Max was still beating you on old tires. And I'm sorry, you just, like, don't have a chance. Like, I'm sorry, it's just not happening. And obviously, Max overtook Checo very fast on lap 48 after pitting. And... Honestly, that fight was hot, though. I was like, yeah. I was like on the edge of my seat. Like they were in that turn, they're in like that straight, and I'm like, oh my gosh, is it gonna happen? Oh my gosh, like Shepard's taking it back. Like what's happening? Oh my gosh, that was great. That was the best. Whenever part of team my members fight, though, I get scared. I, I get scared, scared too. I get scared, but when it's Red Bull, I don't. I like don't care. Red Bull, you guys could literally fight to the death. I don't care. And I mean that respectfully. It doesn't scare me when Checo and Max fight, but when any other team mates fight, it actually scares me. Because I know Checo and Max being in the most competitive cars, like, they understand yeah. competition. And I really hope this continues throughout the season. Because if other teams can't compete with them, like, I hope they can compete with each other. Like, yeah. let's have let's yeah. Nico Lewis situation again. Like, please. Reheat it. Throw it in there. Like, I don't mind a little repetition. Like, I don't mind. As repetition in as- your reputa- reputation mm. era. There you go. Basically, in terms of results, there were no retirements. And apparently, this is the 14th retirement-free F1 race in F1 history. Yeah. That is crazy. Y'all remember Australia? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe these two races happened in the same season. Uh, Obviously, Max won. Like, are we surprised? Red Bull won two. Alonso. But they're green! They're green on three! That, That Red Bull podium... That Red Bull podium. It's literally just three Red Bulls on the podium. But I've seen this podium again. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. It's going to continue happening. It's such a weird mix-up in terms of, like, results. Because, like, yeah. Mercedes was P4 and P6. Carlos was in P5, which is, like, kind of great. Like, loving that. And Charles was in P7, followed by his best appear in P8. But yeah. I'm so glad they still finished within the points. Because I was so scared the entire time they weren't. Guess who didn't finish like, the points? But like, do we have to? Like, does it? Do we? Do are we at that point as a team where we're like, oh my god, yay, the Ferrari finished in points? Like, are we at that? Are we at that point as a society where <laughs> that's what we're gonna be saying now? Like, like gosh, I really hope the Ferrari's in points. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate because we've gotten to the same part of Formula One where a Ferrari is racing a Haas and actually having competition. So unfortunately, that is our reality. Lance finishes out of the points. I know that actually like uh if Lance has zero supporters we're both dead yeah that's (laughs) that's the truth yeah I I'm gone I think that could be our um red flag that we are huge Lance Stroll fans if Lance has zero supporters that means the Red Bull men got us they found our address and (laughs) they found the studio and we've been taken also, if you really hate Lance that much, look within yourself. What's wrong? Why? Are you, are you jealous okay? your eyebrows aren't that good? Are you are jealous you, you don't have you, a daddy that loves you? Are you upset that you don't look like a Lana Del Rey song? Like, what <laughs> is what is this? 
look inside yourself. That's enough of my Lance rant for this episode. I'm not going to go on. I feel like I literally have a Lance rant. It should be a segment. Every episode. Every Welcome episode. Back to Lance rant. <laughs> where we just give you more reasons to not hate on Lance. But Yuki was P11 again. Yeah. Literally, I think there should be a record for how many times Yuki has gotten P11. Um, I know it's not a record you really want to have, but unfortunately, it's a record that Yuki does have. Louis better even- than P12. Better- What's better than P12? P11. Actually, they both kind of suck. You don't get points regardless. But it's better for your self-confidence. That part. Um, And Yuki also, Lewis beat him to make getting a restaurant. So, like, Yuki really has nothing. I'm so sorry. Stop, but he- Well, I'll help you open your restaurant. I worked at Scatterbush in the back for a little bit. I have some experience. What he does have is um an advantage over Nick DeVries. But I'm not going to get into that because I'm not a hater. Cut to us earlier shitting on Nick DeVries. <laughs> Listen, I never said I was perfect. I never said I wasn't a hypocrite. <laughs> um, That's a good line. That sounds like a Taylor Swift line. <laughs> Honestly, Taylor, hit me up if you need a ghostwriter. Now that you aren't writing songs with Joe anymore. Um, are we ready for our hot takes? Because I'm really um, ready for my hot take. Okay. okay can I'm not I gonna lie. I don't have a hot take in mind yet. So you go. And hopefully one sets a flame. Okay. My hot take for this episode is... We need to stop Americanizing the sport. Oh and my this God. is coming from someone who lives in the West. Like, I literally, I'm literally from Canada. Like, I live in the West and I disagree with this so hard. Like, we should not be Americanizing the sport. Like, I understand that F1 wants to appeal to the Western community and the audience over here. But, like, why are we changing the sport to fit what, like, the Western people are used to? Right. Shouldn't they try to emphasize points in F1 or, like, you know, parts of the sport? that people in the West would like? Like, shouldn't that be the appeal? The appeal should not be that we're completely changing what we do to make it entertainment. Like, why are we making F1, like, a Super Bowl? It's Bra- not supposed... Bra- yeah, good. It's good. not supposed to be entertainment. Like, I get that it still is. Basically, I just don't... I, I, it's just so capitalistic. I'm not saying Europeans aren't capitalistic, because the world is. But it's just the way that it's done is, like crazy i don't Mm. know like it's just distasteful Mm. i don't like i I don't know something about the american grand prix just doesn't sit right with me bring the sport bring the sport to the west i agree with that we want a bigger audience i want more people to appreciate the sport for what it is but i don't think it's worth sacrificing what f1 is actually about to make it fit into what western people want because then what are your values do you have values anyway where are they at um, my hot take is a little hot. It's primarily fueled with jealousy and salt. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think that if you're going to invite influencers to a race, you have to like at least give them like a dummy's guide to Formula One. I think okay. that's so valid. I thought you were just if you else. want them to, oh, <laughs> no. if you want them to like, you know, actually like, advertise the sport at the race, if you want them to advertise it, at least tell them. This is how you pronounce the car, like the team names. This is how the sport like works generally. You have this many teams, this many drivers. This is how you race. Yeah, blah, blah. Like this is who drives for who. Like yada bada boo. Like, Are they not given a rundown in like their contract about like what they need to be discussing? To, yeah, like, but promote? do you think they'd be reading it? Because would they really be pronouncing it as like I don't know Williams instead of Williams if they did? Like I don't know. I don't know what that was. But I think that if you're going to bring influencers out, 
at least you know like at least to not make them look stupid give them a quick rundown of what's happening because if not it's just a little goofy because i'm also very salty that i'm not at any grand prix ever honestly i'm sorry the people in our tiktok comments being like i can't believe you guys weren't invited to the miami grand prix you guys are so real and we really see you and we really appreciate that <sighs> we would love to be invited to a race we're trying so hard let us know if any of you have advice. Um, I'm literally constantly sending emails off my laptop. Like, I'm corporate girly. I'm literally not corporate girly. I'm literally artsy girly. But here we are. Here we are, corporating. Um, <laughs> no hate to any of the celebs that are there. I'm That whole hot take was just fueled by me being jealous. I wish I was there. It's, I wish I had money. We're, we're self-aware. Our, yeah. our anger is fueled by jealousy. Yeah. Because here I am in my room with a Miami background on my Zoom not any grand free being broke jealousy is a disease and we have it we're sick sick with jealousy i'm sick please send resources and help in the comments may that be in the form of maybe a f1 ticket of charles oh Oh, i was gonna say f1 tickets but yeah that works too um and yeah that's it for today's episode i'm a little jet lag i'm a little i can't be jet lag from new york it's the same time though I'm just a little tired. <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. Um, but we appreciate you guys for still tuning in, for listening. We are just getting back into our groove and we appreciate your patience. We hope you guys have a slayful week. Um, Ash, anything from you? No, I'm so, I just see it's so slayful. We appreciate all of you and we will see you next week when we get into the nitty gritty. The gritty nitty. Bye.